Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. very least you could stand up naked and grin what a line it was celebratory tonight that is one of the best songs you've probably never heard xtc wrapped in gray it's as good if not better than hey jude and you know what it was a flop virgin withdrew the single mr partridge thought this is going to be it this is the one that's going to make us big stars all around the world virgin withdrew the single so xtc did what any band would do in that situation they went on strike didn't make another album for years what a song, man! Dear God! Twitter was full of A-holes and B-holes and C-holes this weekend. Horrible, horrible, horrible place. Horrible. Really mean. Nasty. Hurtful. Unpleasant. Um, and I yeah, just... It's full of people kind of joining Twitter on the day, oh, in know. that moment, just, that to, uh, just to start stirring it. That's, 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 um, that's our mate. That's nut job. Um, and, and, and people, it was just horrible, really, really unpleasant, really dark. And I just thought tonight, let's just, let's just look into the light, forget the darkness. Even if, you know, I'm kind of faking it a bit. I'm all right at the moment, but I'm faking it a bit. Sometimes you've got to fake it to make it. I was thrown up all weekend, but I'm not now. Thumbs up everyone. I wonder if there's anybody, if you can think of it, then someone gets turned on by it, right? Mm -hmm. So, someone that can only have sex if their partner is throwing up. Oh, my God. If you can think of it, someone, some, some, Sam's there nodding. If you can, he's not, he's looking disgusted. If you can think of it, then someone gets turned on by yeah. it. That's a simple thing, right? I think there is a throwing up um, kink, isn't there? There has to be. Yeah. And it can, be, it can go two ways. The partner has to throw up or you have to throw up whilst engaging. God. There will be. There will be. Um, 0344-499-1000. Switchboard's empty, so you want to give us a call. Now is a really, really good time. You can talk about anything you want, by the way. Absolutely anything. We've got more stuff to talk about. Um, oh, the, the the Japanese hologram wedding. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, that? I did see that. Oh, we'll do that in a minute. And also, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, 
I'm thinking, listen, I'm putting on a lot of weight and I'm feeling bloated and I'm, and I'm aware that I'm actually not really doing that much. Well, I think you've lost weight. Well, okay, but, but you're wrong because I was watching myself on Twitch the other night and I got big titties. <laughs> I got big old titties. So I need a bra for those things. You can shake those money makers. We, uh, by the way, tomorrow lunchtime, one o'clock, more Jackbox. Have you played the Jackbox party games? Playing it, uh, playing it last night on Twitch had... Um, Almost 100 people watching, which is great for me. Although there was... Basically, it's an interactive game where I stream this game on my PlayStation and you can play at home on your phones and on your tablets. Right? It's great. you got eight people playing. But then there was one guy who came from Limmy's page and you, you can write answers or draw, draw things. And everything he drew or wrote was, Ian is a pedo. I was like, oh, okay, mate. Right, fine. Limmy's, Limmy's Twitch page last night was very dark. He unmodded everyone, which is fine. I was a mod and he got rid of me. That's fine. But as soon as that, then lawlessness it wrote, ruled. And there were 800 people, right? And this will sound funny to you. Okay, that's fine. You, I don't mind you laughing. It's funny. I guess it's funny, right? But it wasn't funny at the time. I was thinking, this is a bit... I wasn't even that put out by it. I just thought it was a bit Jeff, right? Like 800 people and a significant number of them were, were calling me a C and a nonce. And I was just there going, well, this isn't fun. I didn't, it didn't upset me. I wasn't, you know, cutting myself and crying. Oh, my God. I, I just thought, well, this isn't fun. This isn't fun. Uh, and Limmy was, was on top form, you know, and he was, he was laying into me and laying into all the other mods. And, but the, the, the followers is just not getting what makes his, what makes his verbal attacks mm -hmm. so clever. Right. He so doesn't calling, mean them. No, he wasn't calling me a Nazi. He's probably calling me a C, but he bandies that word around quite a lot, which, which they do in Glasgow. Uh, and he does it, delivers it in a really delicious way. Um, but there's a lot of the people on there which just stick, like a lot of listeners and everything. Not all of you, but you know, there's a couple that don't get A lot of people on it. Twitter enjoy yeah. Pylon, don't they? And, um, and I just thought, this isn't fun. So I went to my channel and started playing these Jackbox games, right, which are great. But then one of the Lemmy people came over and just going, you're a pedo. <sighs> Okay, the thing is, it was all with my people. So my people are like uh, just going, oh god, you know, they weren't even getting angry. So oh god, there's always one, and it was yeah. just, I didn't get it. anyway. So if you go to Twitch.tv/slash Ian Lee, we were up late last night playing Jackbox. So I, it's all like silly part. There's a quiz, there's a drawing game, there's a rap battle where you write a rap and then robots battle against each other. It's funny, filthy NSFW guys, NSFW. Not safe for Workingtons. Filthy. Um, and I'm I'm thinking maybe I'll make that a semi-regular kind of lunchtime kind of thing. So tomorrow, probably around about one o'clock, come to my twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. Um, we'll play some games. And it's um, the people are very good that if they play a game, they're kind of quite happy to sit out the next one so that more people can come. Everyone seems to get a go. Maybe I can play this time. Well, you were playing, but without watching the, yeah, the Twitch the videos, thing. Yeah. which is kind of pointless. Well, but yeah, no. Well, you, 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 you came last. I didn't. You I still, beat some people. Last. You still beat some people. Um, and it's, it's fun, man. It's fun and it's stupid. And there was a lot of laughter. So we'll, we'll, we will do some more of that. We'll do that story in a second. I've just got a phone call here, so let's go to this first. Good evening, Simon. Hello, Ian. Hello, Simon. Hello, Cass. Hello. Oh, I've not heard that voice before. <laughs> Who's that? Oh. Hello. Oh, that's, oh. Um, that's old school children's uh, TV presenter. Yes. <laughs> Hello, which, everyone. Which window should we look through today? <laughs> Triangle. <laughs> Triangle. What you got for a sigh? 
couple of things, just boring stuff, really. Oh. I was looking on YouTube, and because I saw a news story about this game, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. About um, suffragettes and beating up suffragettes and things like that. Right. Well, I, I checked it out on YouTube. I cannot believe the quality of the graphics. <laughs> Oh, so hang on, you are shocked. That, and I, I, I find Red Dead Redemption, I've got to say, boring as hell. Um, but um, you, so you read a story that the suffragette gets beaten up in it. So outraged, you went online to try and find that scene. And then you're now you're going, look at the graphics. Isn't it good? Yeah, she, got, she got eaten by an alligator. But yeah, I was just blown away, really. Well, um... I don't know. I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah, well, well, the graphics are great. Really, really good pixel rate. What's that on PS4? <laughs> yes, Granddad, <laughs> and the Xbox. Oh, okay. Is there much of a difference in quality between oh, the for... two? I don't know. I don't know them. No, they're both really, really good. It's still not as good as Horace Goes Skin, eh? Thank you very much for your call, Simon. Thank you to Sally who sent us this from Vice Magazine. Can I uh -huh. read you this? Scouring the streets for vomit may seem like an odd hobby. Oh, God. But for some emetophiles, vomit fetishists, it's as much a part of their sexual repertoire as lube. Like any fetish. Don't worry, guys. I'm not going to get too graphic in this. We'll go as far as we can. And, and when it gets to that point, we'll, we'll stop. Like any fetish, it has varying degrees of extremities, with some people reporting getting turned on just by seeing videos of people vomiting while others on the more extreme end might self-induce their sick or ask a partner to for them. It's not... There aren't any known stats on how many people share this kink, and the only major study into it, into it seems to be the one conducted by a professor of psychiatry, Robert Stoller, in 1982. So how do you navigate life when puke gets you off? I spoke to Ho, a 27-year-old from Hong Kong, to find out why he's more interested in your vomit than what's underneath your clothes. <clears throat> okay. When did you discover that vomit was appealing to you? When I was 11. I couldn't stop replaying all the times I vomited when I was a kid. Boom. And of course, that's where it goes back to. A lot of the sexual attractions are kids. Spanking is if you got told off by a teacher or a, or your mum and they slapped you. And so you, you, you kind of got might have got aroused by that. So that does that. Shoes are quite often to do with your mum's mum. shoes and you're feeling turned on and you're seeing your mum's shoes. Um, pretty much every this is Freudian every um, sexual kink pretty much can be traced back to a, a childhood and it, trauma right yeah I was going to say it's something you got in trouble for or were made to feel ashamed of shame is, is, a, is a big one you might have got the slipper at school or the cane and that's uh -huh. why that's why um, getting caned as in with a cane on your um, bare body is, is a particularly British fetish yeah you don't get caning so much in america or any other parts of the world that's quite often if you meet you'll see um america if you see an american escort or something talking about british oh I'll, I'll smack your bottom smack your bare body yeah. it's a very british thing well and having spoken to a dom what was it, it was while you were off yeah, yeah, yeah. With it, yeah. Adam, and she said that it's you know a lot of high-powered kind of yeah. public schoolboy yeah. type blokes the spanking is yeah um who really like being late you know made to feel lower yeah and a lot of the, well a lot of the sub dom things go back to school mm -hmm. or a very strict 
parent that would would tell them off or make them sit in their chair until they finish their meal. She said, and it's like men who have very stressful lives, yeah. stressful, responsible jobs, quite like to be yeah. the one that's um, on the bottom yeah. of the pecking order for. Um, so this suddenly, change. this suddenly isn't such a weird thing after all. Um, so I, I was 11. I couldn't stop replaying all the times I vomited when I was a kid. It was like an addiction. The first time I realised I was aroused was when I watched the vomit scene in the documentary Super Size Me in 2005. God. But my, my emetopho- uh, emetophilia didn't intensify until... It didn't intensify until I successfully caught a man's vomit in 2011. It's strange because I hated the disgusting smell and taste of vomit as a child. There is nothing better in the world than the feeling about 15 seconds after you've yeah. vomited. That relief, the headache goes... Because I get really bad headaches when I vomit. And I, I know exactly when I'm going to vomit because my tongue starts sweating. As soon as my tongue starts sweating, I know I've got 12 seconds to get to mm-hmm. the toilet. It's, it, it's incredible. But that, that stomachache and the headache, 10 seconds, 15 seconds after the vomit, they go now. They might come back again if you're having like a whole night of it, but if that's it, the relief. Yeah, the relief. Oh. This weekend, I just felt like I couldn't. Were you sit. throwing up? Yeah, actually throwing up. And I couldn't. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't lie down because I felt like it was making it worse. Yeah. So sitting up felt like I was scrunching my. You know, it was just so uncomfortable. And then you would, you think right, okay, hopefully this one's the last one. Well, off again. When you feel, when you feel that, did you get the relief for yeah. a bit? Then when you feel that stomachache coming back, you think, oh, God, no, I've, got can't be any more. I've got another one Yeah, rubbish. It was awful. What is it about vomit that turns you on? The appearance. My favourite type is natural, caused by too much alcohol or illness. Vomit from food poisoning is great, but I won't beg for it. Oh, my. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping some bits here. Can you get aroused by your own, or does it have to be someone else's? I can be turned on my own, but I really hate the feeling of vomiting. I mainly turned on... This is fascinating. This is fascinating. This is gross, but it's fascinating. I mainly... T- I don't know if this guy's gay or straight. I'm mainly turned on by men's vomit. I'm more into vomit from straight guys or men who are dads. But it's very hard to find a straight man or a father to vomit for me. It's much easier to find a gay guy that isn't a dad to vomit for me. If I see someone doing it in public, it doesn't have to be someone I fancy. Um, as lo- but as long as it's a guy... Do you worry about revealing your kink to partners? It does make me feel dirty and a creep. I don't worry about telling partners. Only if I think they're the right person would I choose to reveal it. I'm bisexual and my boyfriend as well as my ex-girlfriend knew about it. They accepted it and luckily it had no significant impact. It's not a deal breaker. I've dated people who aren't into it and some haven't even known about it. Um, Skip that bit. Is it an active part of your sex life or a fantasy? I haven't actually had full sex with my ex-girlfriend or my boyfriend. We just masturbate with each other. I have asked my boyfriend to vomit, but it isn't something I force him to do. He has done it sometimes, and then I masturbate with him. Um, okay, it goes on and on. I think we, it's probably as graphic as we need to get. Isn't it fascinating? Isn't yeah, it fascinating? Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. Um, well, we're celebrating. I suppose it's a celebration. We're celebration, celebrating the fact that the world is a strange place, and... All of us have different little kinks and things that get us going. Andrew will come to you in a second. Catherine's got a great story that we're trying to get a guest on for later in the week. And I th- I'd never heard of this thing before, but you you were, you were knew loads about it. Well, I knew the term from working with Katie Puckrick. 0344 499 1000. Just tell us what the term is and then we'll go to the ads. Yoni. 
Yoni. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Excuse me. Oh, Dad. Hello, I'm Martin Kellner. And I'm his daughter, Ruthie. We do a podcast. It's called Ruthie, Me and My Dad. In which I tell him how he's wrong about most things. And I explain to her who the Bee Gees were. It's on Acast and Apple Podcasts. And all your favourite podcast providers. It's a unique generation gap conversation between a baby boomer dad... And his Generation Z daughter. That's Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Brand new episodes every Thursday. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, Jojo, I can say her name because she's tweeted, it's a public forum. She went out with a guy um, who was in, who was in, 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 not in a metaphobe. In a metaphile. A metaphile. I dated one. He was consent, considerably younger than I. Me, you should have said me there, mm-hmm. and had some choking-related issues, but vomit, specifically mine, was a big turn-on. How, here's the thing, right? How did he? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something, and then realised I was going to say something that was funny, but I didn't mean to. Be. How did he bring it up? Is what I was going to say. How, what was, that was the, what was what was the conversation like? Because you know, a lot of relationships break down because one person is too nervous to say the thing that really turns them on. In case the other one goes, what? Yes, you know, even if it's just like a little bit like a spanking or something, they might be scared. To, 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 I've been frightened in the past to say to partners, do you know what? I quite like it if you do this and put a finger there. And do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, and you should, as I've got older, I kind of think, God, I wish I'd had the confidence in my 20s to say what really worked for me because life would have been so much easier. And the person could either go, eh, do you know what? I'm not into that or well, I'll give that a go. It sounds like fun. And as I've got older, I kind of more, more, more relaxed with it. But something as extreme as that, how does the conversation... Jojo, if you want to give us a call, you'd be very welcome. And I understand that... You, I know you, you're a shy caller. And you're a shy caller, so get asking you to call in about something like that would probably be quite tricky. So you can carry on tweeting us if you don't mind. Or you can send me an email. You've got my email address, ian at ianlee.com. How does the person go, look, you know, I think, I, I think we're having great sex. I'm loving the sex. But do you know what would make it... <laughs> I'm loving the sex. Thanks for the sex, everyone. So the sex is so nice. What would make it better is... Um, I'm just, I'm just going to say, it, is if you throw up for me while we're doing it, oh while I'm humping you, if you could make yourself vomit <laughs> on me. That reminds me of the um, 
have you got to be in the Adam Sandler special where he says, oh, me and my wife, we have a great time in the sack. We do it every which way and uh, we're quite experimental and we, we have a safe word. And the safe word is, really? <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you kind of didn't quite commit to the American accent. So it went back and it went forth there. And it was, sometimes it was you. And yeah, I know. Every, you should go for it. Yeah. You do a great American accent. What? Go what are you talking about? There we go. <laughs> give, us, give us an Al Pacino. Hoo-ha! <laughs> Um, Jojo, if you want to give us a call, you're very welcome. But I know um, how... Oh, here we go. Someone's listening to the show. I've just had a Google alert. I've got my name on Google alerts. Uh-huh. Oh, God, that's a really bad idea. No, it's not. It's, well, it is because there was a guy called Ian Lee who was murdered recently. Or he might have murdered someone. I don't know. Someone from The Sun is listening. Oh, good. Um, my time is over. Ian... Oh, maybe it's from... They got it from... Uh, from uh, Twitter. My time is over. Ian Lee admits he's dreading the return of I'm a Celebrity because he feels jealous and left out after finishing third last year. The comedian and TV star. Neither of those things. Hey, but at least I'm not calling you sad comic. Tragic comic. Was having a candid moment on Twitter ahead of the 2018 return of I'm a Celeb. Comedian Ian Lee has opened up uh, the 45-year-old funny man. <laughs> Who he? Uh, was a contestant on the 2017 series of the long-running ITV reality show where he finished third. Ian had a difficult time on the show, with many viewers feeling he was bullied by some of the other cast members. Reflecting on his time, Ian says he has mixed feelings about the show returning to screens next week. I don't have mixed feelings. I'm dreading it. The feelings are very unmixed. I'm also dreading I'm a celeb starting up, he began. I'm mm, making the statement on Twitter after revealing he's dreading Christmas. Oh, God. Really hard to explain, but the essence is jealousy, a feeling of being left out and a sense that my time is over and I return to being a nobody again, he continued. Oh, here we go. Having nightmares and knots in my stomach about it, he added. His moment of honesty provoked a flood of reassuring messages from fans, with many assuring he's not a nobody. However, his comments also drew the attention of less friendly quarters of the Twitterverse, with some lashing out at him for regarding the public as nobodies. That's literally not what I was saying, the star responded as some began to round on him. Mm -hmm. Uh... Oh, God. Alas, the TV star, alas. <laughs> Come to a minute, Andrew, sorry. Alas. Alas, the TV star felt forced to defend himself. FFS! <laughs> Do I really have to make it clear I was not referring to people who hadn't been on the show as nobody, he stressed? Oh, well done, Sam, for, for quoting this. I was referring to the eternal emptiness and spiralling depression that is my soul as my life seemingly falls apart Meccano bit by Meccano bit, he added. <laughs> Okay, so so we now know that it's that time of the year where we've got to just be very careful about what we put on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, we have. However, fans of Izzy and Techno Notice for the haters, uh, I'm a Slave is starting soon. Um, okay, great, fine. Well, there you go. There's a little reminder uh, of what you could have won. Andrew! Hello. Hello, Andrew. Oh, my, my line dropped. I'm, I'm glad you changed subject because all that talk about sick, really, that's bringing back up my lunch I've just had. It's horrible. Well, you get the taste of it for the price of one. It's a bonus. <laughs> it's coming back. Oh, oh no. I hate to think. I... When was the last time I threw up, Catherine? When was the last... Do you, do you know? I would have told you about it. God, yeah, probably in great detail. Um... I've not thrown up in the new house. Haven't you? No. Oh, I know the last time I threw up. Yeah. <laughs> so I threw up a lot. I was throwing up black. Uh, anyway, 
Back in the dark oh, days. Back in the dark old days, Andrew. I was throwing up. I was throwing up thousands oh, of pounds no. worth of throw up. Anyway, anyway, it's, we're being yeah, silly. Go on. So back. we're back. We're, we're away and we're walking away from the sick. We're walking away from the sick. You you mentioned it this time. What we got? Oh, by the way, I was really thrilled the other day when my daughter used the word chunder. I said, oh, where'd you get that from? She went, you. <laughs> Good for her. Andrew, yes, please. Oh, so um, a celebratory show. Yes. Um, uh, I came over, I've, I've been over to the last couple of rabbit shows. So I did the, um, the, the rabbit hole in Brighton and the film club in, uh, in London uh, last month. Oh, and yeah. I, I said, hello, Andrew. How you? I remember it's Las that, Vegas, right? Andrew. Yeah, Las Vegas, Andrew. That's this guy's right. insane. Yeah. <laughs> I know, no. Um, and I'm not going to make it back for this next one. But right, in, in the spirit of celebratory. Pla- plastic fan. I know. I'm sorry. Easy, um, and I, I, I reckon there's quite a few guys or girls out there like me that listen to your show yeah. and would probably really want to go, but they want to go on their own. Probably feel a bit weird about yeah. it, and so on. And I thought, what if, uh, considered like a, a sponsorship or a scholarship, oh. if I'm not going to be able to make it, if I buy two tickets oh. for two pairs, two singles, if you like, and donate them to people like me, oh. sad singletons who want to turn up but don't know if they're going to fit in. But, you know, it's the, it's the best time. You know, when I was there in Brighton, I ended up sitting next to those three crazy drunk women who were oh, lovely, actually, were, mad yeah, as hatters. I know. <laughs> and, Could have gone either way then, with those delightful women. <laughs> and it I went know, one I way. Know. They were, they were Absolutely lovely. Brilliant. They were. And then the last one in London, I ended up sitting next, I think it was James, a really nice chap. Yeah. And I think the thing that I think people need to know is when you go to these things, they're so they're celebratory, they're fun, they're friendly. You know, they, there's no awkwardness if you turn up on your own. It's just brilliant. So I want to buy two separate single tickets and with your permission, donate them to whoever well, wants to okay. use them. Because for, for, I don't know how you're going to allocate them. Well, OK. OK. Well, hang on a second. Here's the thing. Um mm. Um, we should we should stress that people a lot of people come on their own because some people say oh, I would have come but I didn't want to come on my own. Listen, man, I know it's exactly. weird, right? But a lot of people come on their own, and you it would be very easy if you wanted to to strike up a conversation with the person next to you. But also, if you just wanted to sit at the back and not talk to anyone, it's really easy to do that as well. It's not one of those shows where we kind of pick on people. Um, we we pulled a Ouija board out of the last show, and one woman obviously looked uncomfortable, and, and I said, are you okay with this? She went, I'm not really. Mm-hmm. The Ouija board went, board went back in the bag. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not a show where we do... I tell you what, right, okay. I'm not going to let you do that, Andrew. I'm not going to let you buy tickets for other people. That's very kind. But I like the idea. So let's give away two tickets, because mm-hmm. we've we got the power to do that. So, Andrew, your idea is, is happening, but you, you don't have to put your hand in your pocket, because you're a good man, and oh. you've come up with a good idea. So let's... Get well. What should we, I mean? We could try it for the bath show on Saturday. We can see if two people. Okay. So, are you saying two strangers that don't know each other? Get well, that's what I was thinking. Two yeah, tickets. Just two, just, I was going to buy a ticket and see if I could make it, but I can't. So right. I'll be I'll be happy to stretch too. In order to, what I want to do is make sure you keep this going. So the other week you were saying that if they don't sell, then you may have to look at well, canning it. And I don't want that to happen because yeah, it's such film. a brilliant thing. The film, the film, the film club. club is is a punt, and it's 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 out of our sphere and it's new. And we've we've here's mm. the thing: the venue holds sixty. We've hold, we've sold thirty right for this this one in a couple of weeks, and which means we make our money back, and hopefully. I'm not even worried about us making... I'm worried about the venue making money on the yeah. bar. That's, yeah. what, that's what it's about. They've got to make money on the bar. <clears throat> Otherwise, they'll say to us, it's not really worth us putting you up. Mm. So it would be great to get a few more people there. So I'll tell you what we will do then. For the um, film club on Sunday the 25th, and we'll do it for the, the, the show in Bath as well, right? If 
we can find two individuals. We've got basically we've got two tickets for each one to give away, I suppose. But but for one person and one person. Right. And we're trusting... Two nervous flyers. Yeah, and we're trusting that you're not... You know, that someone's not doing this to get a free ticket, then they buy a ticket for their, their boyfriend or something. You know, we, we, do, we do this. It's a trust thing, man. It's just because we will call you out if that's the case. We'll destroy you. Um, if there is one... If there are... If there is one person times two that wants a ticket to come and see us in Bath, uh, 0344-499-1000. If you're a shy caller, you can send me an email, ian at ianlee.com. And the same thing, if there is a couple of people who are coming separately, one, you know, I don't know how to phrase this. So it's, it's two individuals, but that makes it can still We've be... We've got a, two tickets. We've got two tickets for two separate people yeah. who don't know each other. Yeah is what we're saying for that and the film club. Is that right, Andrew? Have I got that right? Uh, I, that sounds about right. That's what I was trying to get across, but I think you put it better than I did. I don't think I did, though. I really don't think I did. But oh. seriously, and I know <laughs> we say worked. this, but it, it back us up, Andrew. It's the sort of thing where you might turn up on your own, but once you're in that room, you're not on your own. It's a, it's a real sort of communal atmosphere. Exactly. And it is so nice. Even if you are just that person who wants to sit at the back and, yeah. and just be by yourself and not want to mix. And also... You still have a great time. Also, once the first person takes their clothes off, it just, honestly, that just breaks the, breaks <laughs> the seal. Everyone takes their clothes off. We have not, not had anybody refusing to take their clothes off. <laughs> no, mine were off within about four or five minutes. You were, yeah, yours were off in the fun. queue to get in, you dirty boy. <laughs> Andrew, you're a good man, and that's a really lovely idea. So thank you very much for that. It's appreciated. No worries. Now no, switch off the radio no, for the next yeah. five minutes because we're going to speak to Jojo about um, uh, Vovo. Um, good evening, Jo. Hello. Well done for calling in because I know you're a shy That's caller. Okay. I, wa- I walked away from the sick and then walked back into it for you. So, so uh, tell us yeah. so we would, tell us what happened. Okay, so it's about ten years ago and he was considerably younger than I was. Go on, give us, so give us the I stats. A, I was a lot younger. I think he was about 22 and um, oh, and I was I was early 30s, oh, okay. and I okay. just split up with my children's dad. Yeah. And, you know, when you have the sort of new relationships, people do talk now, I think, a lot more openly than maybe our generation yeah. did. Yeah. So, you know, they have lots of discussions about what are the lines, what are the things, you you know, that you wouldn't want, what are the things that you would want, you know. Wow. It's all terribly, terribly romantic. Yeah. Um, and 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 for him, he it, it materialised that vomiting is something... That really turns him on. And how and how early how early on in the in the relationship did, was that mentioned? I think quite soon on. I think wow. I mean, if I'm really honest, it wasn't a relationship as in yes, you know a, you know I don't think either yeah. of us felt that this was something that was going to have any legs. Right. Um, so think, there was nothing to lose. No, absolutely, absolutely. We so so like, you're oh, sat okay, there yeah. having a chat in bed and you're going, well, I like it if you do this. And he said, well, I like it if you touch that. And you said, I like it uh-huh. for this. And he went, well, I like it if you throw up. That really turns uh-huh. me on. Mm-hmm. And what was, was your... something like that, yeah. What was your thought process to that? I don't know. I think there's worse. I really, really do. I've had a lot worse. I think that it's kind of... I mean, it is strange. And then the fact that when we picked it apart and actually had some discussions about it, it turns out that he did have some psychological yeah. issues himself around um, choking to the point where he would just randomly call ambulances because he thought that he was choking to death. And it was just, you know, that anxiety feeling you get when everything closes up yeah. and yeah, yeah. you feel like you can't breathe. Oh, God, It yeah. was like Panic. a severe manifestation. Yeah, it was a severe manifestation of that. What? So, now, you say... You say you think there are some things worse than a man getting turned on by his partner 
vomiting. Uh-huh. What have you yeah, come? I'm... What have you come across that is worse? I don't know. I just don't see it as a particularly. Wow. It's, it's not. I don't see it as a particularly bad thing. I wonder because if it's because you're a parent. Like we deal with vomit Maybe. all the time. You yeah, know what goes in, yeah. so you kind of recognise it when it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like I'm expected to eat my own vomit or anything like that. It comes out. So it's kind of... And and I think, like, it doesn't take a huge amount to think about the certain ways in which you'd induce that vomiting. So it'd be part of some other process. Oh, no. Well, you... It's, it does, so right. you don't just sit there and go, right, I'm going to be sick no. now. Are you telling me? Yeah, she is. Uh-huh. That's that's about the sum of it. Yeah, it gets talked about at many dinner parties these days. I, you know, I like to bring it up, I like to let people know if there's and a full on a full on chunder, not just like a little bit of like yeah, spewy. Yeah. And, then, and then what I would then what I would always do is make him um, wash my hair afterwards. That was your thing. Yeah, I've known I've like, known women right, to get turned I... on by by, by hair, being, hair being washed. I can dig that. Yeah, I was like, well, if you're going to do that, you can. I'll, I'll also, you probably got chunks in it and stuff, so. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, but then, but then, oh, my God. can I ask you anything? You can. I might not answer, but perfect. I'll, I'll do you my know best. the rules then. Good, thank you. Uh huh. Would you then have penetrative sex? I don't believe we did. Okay. No, I don't. Okay. I don't believe we did. I think at that point it would then be. I mean, we are talking about ten years ago, and I've got an appalling memory, but I—I I don't think so. I'm imagining I'm entirely... if that was his yeah. thing, that was probably enough. Yes, yes. I'm interested to know if he's done it with anybody else since, or whether it was just something that I was really quite liberal about. Did it... I can't imagine many people. Did it turn you on, or was it just one of those things? Sometimes we compromise in the bedroom, as long as we don't find it. Uh, against our own ethics or morals we'll do it because actually we know that it gives our partner pleasure so did it turn you on or were you just doing it because you knew that it worked for him i like getting my hair washed it was really nice <laughs> perfect i can't argue with that joe i, I can't I really didn't. It was just so you know and the thing is is that i do think that i do i genuinely think the younger generation are much much better brilliant at talking about things Good. openly and, and and I think what that means is that they will hopefully have more fulfilled and more varied sex lives. I hope so. As a consequence of that, because because they break down those barriers quite early. Yeah. Um, I certainly haven't met anybody since that's asked me to do it, and I I doubt I'll be asked to do it again. But it 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 didn't particularly horrify me. Um, well, I hope I hope young people are talking more about what works for them in in. I was going mm, to say in the bedroom. Gosh, how old fashioned! I mean, in the car, in the garden, yeah. in the bum, yeah. all of what? these different, <laughs> all of these different places that you. It's okay mm-hmm. to do it, guys. Not just the bedroom. Well, the worrying thing is that actually <laughs> the tendency is towards not doing it with a partner anymore. Yes. In Japan, people are not having sex. Yeah, the, 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 we talked about this population is going down. Because really? people, yeah, yeah, because they're this, they're they're engaging in you know, solo sessions in their bedrooms yeah. because of well, technology. Yeah. Oh, we'll speak about that in a minute. We've got a story. But yeah, the, the population number is decreasing rapidly in Japan. It's out- incredible. It's a big worry for them over there. Um, Joe, I really sure appreciate is. your, um, I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you very much. You're more than welcome. No problem. Cheers, my dears. Thank Ta-ta. You. Bye-bye. 0344 is the phone number. We're celebrating tonight. We're celebrating people's different quirks and kinks. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios. Talk Radio. Give it some lip.